What's up? What's up, guys? My goodness, it's been a while. It has been a while, but we are back. Welcome back to KGYT. Kid got your ticket. This is your boy, Alex, and my girl, Paola. What's up, guys? Been a while. Been a while. We haven't spoken to you guys in such a long, long time, but boy, do we have stuff stuff to catch you guys back on. That's right, guys. So where do we start with this? This is kind of interesting. I mean, a lot of stuff has happened in the last, what, six months? In the last six months. I don't think we've done an episode in a couple of months. And I'm sorry if you guys have been yearning to hear our voices. I know, but there wasn't really much we could do. We were yearning trying to get our shit together. (laughs) This is true. This is true. All right. I don't know how many of you guys follow us on YouTube or on our Instagram. But if you don't know, you're about to find out. That's right, guys. So if you don't, please go and like and subscribe at our YouTube channel. Kid got your ticket. And then you could really see in vivo and directo exactly what's happening in our lives. But if you don't have YouTube or you don't like watching them videos, well, I think it's about time that we go ahead and we catch you guys up on everything that's been going on in our lives and how drastically we've changed everything. That's right. Seriously, everything from our zip code (laughs) to our uh, to everything to sports now and things that we're doing. Yeah, so much stuff. All right. So last time we left off, I believe if not, if I'm not mistaken, uh, we were transmitting from South Florida all right, better yet, Miami, mm-hmm. as you guys may know. And I don't know if you guys knew, but we were going around, we were looking at places that maybe we would want to relocate to, such as we were looking in Georgia, the, the Car- Carolinas. That's right. Uh, we even went as far going out to California once, and we were like California dreaming. We were like, you know what, we might end up in California. Well, That didn't work. None of the above. California was not dreaming for us. (laughs) We also even went, yeah, California, we we couldn't do. It was was just different. It was just different, right? It's a hot New York. It's a hot New York, but it's like it's a a dead New York. It it is a dead New York because New York is really hot. If you're listening from California, I'm sorry. And I kind of know now why so many people are relocating out of California. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, for a lot of reasons, but... All right, California is a whole new topic. It's a whole different topic, <laughs> and it's a topic all within itself. That's so, right. we even went up. We wanted to leave South Florida. That's what we knew. We knew we wanted to leave South Florida. We wanted to change. We didn't want to be stuck in that rat race anymore. And we went ahead, and we even traveled up North Florida. Yeah, we went to Central Florida. We went a couple of places up there, we, and we looked at homes. And we, we actually at, liked it. We actually thought it was nice. a, it was a good spot too. We even went to even buy a house there. Remember? Yeah, we were. Yeah, we actually made an offer on a couple of properties up in Central Florida. We even looked at um, what was the Saint Augustine. That's right. That's how, that's the north most north that we looked at, right? Yep. That was and, the most north. And then one day we're walking on Gracie Dog. Right, we're walking on the street, and a couple of years ago, I told you, hey, babes, why don't we go to Colombia? And I was super, like, nope. apprehensive. I was like, nope, and there's a reason why. We had came to Colombia about 15, 16 years ago, and when we got here, we went to a place in Colombia that's called Cali. 
So we hanged out there. The city was very dirty. The city wasn't, it wasn't fun. Like, I didn't really have a good time. It was just, like, very, like, just boring. Like, another big city. There wasn't, there wasn't no small-time feel. That's right. It was just very big city-ish. And then, when I was trying to go back home, um, I'm a Colombian citizen. I was born in, in South America. So I have both passports because they give you dual citizenship. And when I was trying to get out, they gave me such a hard time. And on your way out, the TSA or the customs agent went ahead and told you, hey, if you're going to leave Colombia again, you better show us. Because you came in with your American, American passport. passport. And you thought that that was going to be good enough. But no, when she got here, since she is a double, a dual citizen, mm-hmm. the custom agent told her, next time you come here and you're going to leave and you don't show your Colombian passport, we're not going to let you leave. You're not leaving. You're our property. Basically. That's exactly how I felt. And I got scared. And up, and you kind of felt offended. So her response was, I'm never coming back again. And that's what it was. And you know what? It's not the first time it's happened. When I was a kid, remember the, the story I told you? When I was a kid, we lived, we didn't live, but we owned a home in Bogota, my parents. And I was trying to get out. I was trying to go back to the States. Now, mind you, I was traveling with both of my parents. So I was with my mom and I was with my dad. And everybody had the same exact passports, the same last names. There was nothing different. And they stopped us. They did not allow me to fly out. We literally had to get out of the airport, drive back to, to uh, somewhere in Bogota. Actually, we were flying out of Cali, which is about eight hours away from Bogota. We had to drive back to Bogota to get me a letter stating that my parents are allowing me to fly when my parents were with me. I think what they do is that they... Probably back in those days, or maybe a lot of people come to Colombia and they do, you know, child trafficking. They probably buy kids and stuff like that. And they want to make sure that these kids are safe. Can you blame them? No. But having your mom and dad and papers and everything, it shouldn't be a hard thing to do. So is it safe to say that you've never really had a good experience leaving Columbia. There you go. It was very traumatizing. It was traumatizing at nine years old. It was traumatizing at 24. And I didn't like it. So this happened a few years ago where I told, hey, why don't we go try out Colombia? You know, so it's our, you know, our heritage, our cultures from back there. So she said, no, 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 no. Right? I'm like, all right, you know, fuck it. I ain't going to push the issue. If she doesn't want to come, whatever makes you happy, I'm going to be totally fine. Right. And then... We're walking our dog down the street, and we were like kind of down because we really couldn't find the place that we really wanted to go live at. There was no place that we visit, visited that I, I said I can make a home here. It kind of, it all felt the same. We went to Georgia, coming from South Florida, and it's like you're going to be in the same hustle and bustle. You're going to be paying the high bills, you're going to be in the same scenario, even if it's a big house, we we were still going to be away from so many people and it just kind of felt always isolated. Yeah, like moving out of where we were from, where we lived for 16 years, it was like we were just rerouting again and we were going to lose all our friends, we were going to just go back to zero. So then we're walking our dog down the street once and, you know, she looks at me, she tells me, why don't we go to Colombia? 
is that he's a smart man. You know what he did? He planted that seed four years ago. It just took four years for that seed to mature and actually become That's a right. tree. Hey. So you know what? I it's it was a good it was a good plan. It was a good I just plan. winked at him. All right. So she told me, hey, why don't we go to Colombia? I'm like, what? I am so down. Let's go ahead. But of course, as adults, having a family, having a child, having a dog, having a cat, having or having a family, having a home, cars, everything. We said, you know what? Okay, before we make this drastic decision, let's go down to Colombia, visit, and let's see if we would even like it. That's right. So we took a little flight. We came down for what, four or five days? Exactly. I it was. In May. In May. We came down to Colombia and we looked at properties, we looked at schools, we drove around the city, and you know, as we're doing all this, you know, we rented a car, so we're able to drive around in the city and all. And, and we're looking at each other and we're like, you know what? We can actually do this. This is so doable. And then when, what really became doable was the cost of living. The cost of living was going to change drastically. Like drastically. Like big time drastically. Big time drastically. Um, now, if you have a family and you're listening to this, if you have, let's say, two children, a household, you have a car, you pay rent or mortgage, yeah, rent and mortgage is practically basically the, the same, same thing, right? Um, you know, you, you, you go out for entertainment, you have utilities, you have cell phones, you have internet, you have light, you have water, you have gas. If you have, if where you're at, you have health gas. insurance, health insurance, you know, uh, tolls, car like, insurance, you know, so many accumulating. And I'm going to safely say, and according to all the friends we, we, we've spoken to, and when I throw out this number of what a monthly expense can be for a family of three or four, it's easily $10,000 a month. And you know what? I think that cost of living with inflation now is probably at twelve. It's probably $12,000 to thirty. Now, now, please keep in mind, this is counting everything. School, gas. Clothing. Clothing. Food, and yeah. Listen. Every, going out on the weekend. Every family goes out and eats out mm -hmm. because that's what families do. You know, you go out, you go to a movie theater, you go to, I don't know, you go to your favorite restaurant, groceries, uh, dog food, if you have pets, cat food, if, yeah. you have, if you have cats. I'm talking about everything, everything in general. It's about 10. And now you're right with inflation and the way prices have gone and having all those container ships stuck out in sea right now. Uh, you're, yes, you're right. I can easily say it's going to be about $12,000. $12,000. Easily. Easily. Right? And that's, now, that's if you have one to two children. And, a, and, a, and it's a family of a husband, wife, you know, one child to two child. But some families have three to four kids. My sister has five. <laughs> now, can you only imagine, and if you have four or five kids, I, I cannot even imagine it's got to be close to 20 grand a month. Yes, with everything, it is. It is. And the thing is that you don't see the whole, the whole expense at once. You see it, you see little by little, trinkles, trinkles. That's why, that's what makes it. That's why they say that doing things small 
add up because those little things, they freaking add up. $150 here. Oh, my God, we didn't even include cell phones. That's another yeah. ridiculous amount of prices. So we were looking at properties up in Georgia, Florida, and we said, you know what? Let's sell our home and let's go out and rent something at first. And the rent alone on a home that was in a good school district, because of course, as a family, you have to think about what, where and who your child is going to be around. That's so right. buying, a, yes, there's many homes out there where your son will not be in a school district or your daughter or whoever it is, right? But we will, our, our family is number one. That's the safety right. of, mm -hmm. of you, baby girl. That's right. The safety of our son. It's number one. So we wanted to have a good school zone. And just renting in a place like that, minimum, in Florida, if we were to stay in Florida, because then at the end we were just looking to stay in Florida, right? Northern Florida, mm -hmm. to be exact. Not, Northern, even in, yeah. not even in South Florida, because then South it goes Florida. up a little bit higher. Uh, minimum $2,400 a month. Now with inflation, it's probably at three grand. It's easily $3,000. I'm talking about a good school zone. We needed a backyard. We needed at least three bedrooms. We needed at least two bathrooms because we, we needed our podcasting room. We needed, that's right. So we can speak to you guys, right? And when we came down to Columbia, we started looking at rentals because we didn't want to, we, we don't want to buy anything at first. Started looking at rentals and I'm talking about some badass houses. Really I'm, nice. I'm ones. talking about really nice. Really good area. Excellent. And then the good thing about here is that school, you choose the one you wanted to go to. That's right. Because the ones that we, we picked are private. Because we wanted our son to go to a bilingual school. Exactly. So the, the houses here are easily a lot, $1,200 a month. Yep. $1,200 a month. And, and I'm talking about a nice house in a good neighborhood or having a, like a, they call them here campestre houses, like, like, um, uh, like what we lived at in Miami. Suburban living with a big acre lot. With lots, yeah. With, with lots, with you lots know? and pools and everything. $1,200. $1,200. Five, six bedrooms, homes, you know, beautiful overlooking the mountains and all that, right? So for us, it was like, wait a minute, we're going to be moving my, we're going to, number one, save immediately on, on, on housing. Immediately. Immediately on housing. We just cut our housing in half. In, in half. From $2,400. So let's go from $2,400, which was the minimum house that we were looking at, uh -huh. to $1,200, which was the max we wanted to pay. Exactly. And that's that's half. That's, mm -hmm. that's about half, right? All right. So. Um, then. You, you want to continue? Go. Yeah, not only that, but then you want, we went ahead and we cut it again in half because a cell phone here with the cheapest plan is only about $12. A month. A month. So we're paying that in cell phone. And then you have your utilities, your utilities which we have well, the light. Guys, you have any, wait until we tell you how much utilities we pay here. You guys are going to fall back. Like, get ready. I hope you see it. You're sitting down right now, listening to this. You're going to fall back. Go for it, girl. So we have Including the light bill, which is about $65. Then we, and mind you, we work from home. We, we do computer work and we, we do our podcasting. So we're home all day. I cook three meals. I wash the clothes. Like light is used here. 
So we paid about $65. Then you have water, which here is expensive because in Miami, we were paying for water every three months, $50. But here, water is every month, and it's about $45. Then you have the gas bill, which is what we cook with, and we, and we actually use gas for our dryer. So our dryer uses gas, not electrical or... Um, That's true. That's correct. So it uses gas. So that, I, I, don't, I don't think we pay more than $20. So if you add all our utilities, I'm talking about internet, light, gas, water, a month, what are we looking at a month? We are looking at $149 a month. That's how much you're paying a month in utilities here in, in a nice house, $149 a month. Right, so we were paying two hundred and something dollars in light in Miami per month. Per month. So we were paying about if we average it out, we were paying about one two seventy five a month in light and water, and we cut that down again in half. So but, it, it's and it's now half. and we're and, and we're including here gas. Oh yeah, then we're we're including, including cable. Actually, cable. And cell phone is really cheap. We only pay about $45 for those. And we have cable, internet, and yep. cell phone. Yes, and our, our, cable, our internet is the highest. The fastest one. The fast, and it's really good internet. It's 200, well. um, 200 megabytes? I think 240. 240 megabytes, I think. I don't know. Something like that. And then in our internet, we have all the channels. Yep. I think we, we don't have probably a few channels. I mean, we don't, we're not big TV watchers, but... We, we have yeah, like we have HBO. And actually, and all, so the good thing is that, yes, you, you might think we're in South America and we can, and all the movies are in Spanish. Well, the actual cable <laughs> That's so dope. has a little button, right, where you can change. Usually, all the movies are, are what is it, are translated into Spanish. Exactly. So you got that corny, you know, translated version, right? But if you press a little button, it goes right back to its native language. So we watch all our movies here in English. In English, which is good because it keeps us practicing our English. And, and our son too. Exactly, right? and our son too. So, all right. So that's all the good news, right? <laughs> that's all the good news that happened to us moving down here. Now, our, just to throw this off, off the back, our, month, our monthly expenses here are including everything. I'm talking about even our son's private school. And his, and his extracurricular activities, extracurricular which he's doing activity. about three. He's, he's doing three extracurricular activities here. Yep. He's doing dance, <laughs> yes, because we want him to learn how to dance. We pay $35 for that a month, and he goes to one of the best schools. He's doing equestrian lessons, riding a horse. Which we pay $12 for an hour. That's right. And he's in soccer. And we pay $26 for the month. That's right. So... And he goes to private school in a beautiful school on top of a mountain where, oh, yeah. where he gets fresh breakfast and fresh lunch every, every single, single day. day. I'm not talking about where they actually, you know how in the United States, the, those companies come in and they bring the trucks with the pre-made foods and all this. No, they have chefs in uh -huh. his school that they make fresh food every single day. And it's a healthy, balanced meal where they have protein, healthy carbs, salads, soups. It's, it's incredible, right? And it's like a little, uh, it's like kind of like a, a walkthrough. They get to pick what they want. Yes, like a buffet. Like a buffet, yeah. yeah. It's pretty cool. I mean, they, and they make some really good food because every time we go for parent conference stuff, they, they always food. have food there ready for us to eat, which is pretty awesome. So all that, gas. Health insurance. Health insurance. Uh, car insurance. Car insurance. Car insurance. 
um, gasoline, our, our, our rent here and everything. Uh-huh. We're looking at easily uh, $2,500 a month. Mm-hmm. 3000 topping it when we go hang out and have a good time. And a you month. guys can see that on our YouTube channel. That's right. All right, so that's all the good news, and those are one of the major reasons why we decided to go ahead and and move out of the United States. But the travel here was pretty interesting as well. I just wanna, we just want to update you guys on everything that's been happening, right? Uh, we had to get our dog, you know, of course, complete, she was completely vaccinated, that's fine. But our dog came with us, we brought our cat with us as well. We were able to bring him on the airplane. That was so dope. Yes. The the dog flew with us right underneath our seat. The cat was in, in its carry-on bag right with us as well. And they behaved so good. Extremely well. And they've adapted here ex- extremely well. Um so it's been a really, really fun experience. We've picked up horseback riding <laughs> a lot. We have so many friends, and a lot of them are from the United States. Yeah, it's incredible how friendly the people here in Colombia are. Like, it's they are extremely, extremely friendly, and everywhere we go, uh, people just treat us with this kindness and respect and, and, and like... You get a sense of belonging here. And as a matter of fact, we've met a, a lot of expats. That's right. A here lot as well. of expats. We were at a restaurant the other day, and there was a gentleman there. He had a, a an American flag tattoo on his calf, on his leg. And I was like, hey, man, I like that flag. And we just hit it off, and, and now we're friends. And, we, and, we, and there's a lot of people here who are um, like gringos, gringos, like, you know, like, they don't speak Spanish, gringo. That's we have right. the advantage of actually speaking Spanish because we're just coming back to our, to our heritage. Yeah, exactly. We are, we are, our parents are from here. Like, this is, our, this is our lineage. And our son is actually learning. And he speaks in, I mean, Spanish so good. He's doing, he's yeah, doing, he's doing such doing a really, great really job. Good. And one of the things that we were looking at, we're looking at a lot of those expat groups that they have on Facebook before we move down. And we spoke to a lot of them. And a lot of them were actually non Spanish-speaking people. They were completely, uh, you know, Anglo-Saxon. And some of their main obstacles was the language barrier. Everything else they loved. They said, I just wish I knew how to speak better Spanish so I can fit more into the culture. And then we looked at each other like, okay, wait a minute. They love it. They're not even Colombian heritage. They don't even speak Spanish well. Now, if we speak, now, since we speak Spanish, we're like, all right, you know what? It's going to be an easy transition. And we have a car now. We have a house. We have all this. And we would be driving around town. We're driving around. And we'll look at each other. And no matter what we see, we go, man, we really like it here. And this is really nice. Because at the end of the day, it is a third world country. It is a third world country. So you are going to see a lot of um, code violations. (laughs) You see a lot of, yes. Yes. So you're like, whoa, that wouldn't fly in the United States. But then we look at each other and we're like, exactly. But that's what makes it so beautiful. The United States is absolutely gorgeous. Please don't take it wrong from our family. We we did not leave because we don't love it. Because guess what? We're going there every three months. (laughs) Because it's beautiful. I think that what our family wanted was just a change of life style like just something different from the same hustle and bustle 
I mean, we're, we were born and raised in, in New York. I was raised there, but I technically born there. I got there at nine months. And then from there, we went to a, a big metropolis, which was Miami. And now we're kind of in a, we're, we're in a big city, but it's a micro city. We live in the coffee region of Colombia. So this is where the best coffee in the world comes from. They say it's Colombia, but no, it's, it's a certain part of Colombia where mm-hmm. the best coffee comes from because of the mountains and the way certain coffee grows at certain altitudes. But like you were saying, babes, I tell a lot of people this. It, the United States, it's not better than Colombia and it's not worse than Colombia. It's just different. And same goes for Colombia. Colombia's not better than the United States. It's not worse than the United States. It's just different. And that's the beauty. And when we came down here, one of the first things we told, we told each other was, we're going to go down there without any expectations. That's right. That was the best decision we could have made. And, what I, and Debbie, you know what? Let me finish that, that thought. I, I don't want to jump around, right? But uh, we, we didn't want to expect anything. You know, we didn't want to... So everything was like, oh, wow, we can find that here. Oh, wow. We didn't say, oh, man, I hope we find that there. I hope we find that, like, trying to expect something. But once we came here, we went to the supermarkets, and we did this. We're like, oh, wow, they have that here. Oh, wow, they have Hanes ketchup. Oh, wow, they have Heineken's. Oh, wow, they have Stella's. Oh, wow, they have the rice that we actually buy in Whole Foods here. Yeah, they do. They actually have a lot of stuff for that we find in Whole Foods. Remember I told you about that jelly, but we'll talk yeah. about that on another one. And, and there's a lot of stuff that we find here that we didn't expect to find here. Like, we didn't set up any expectations. Like, oh, man, I hope we find that there. So when we do find there, we're, we're excited for the little things. Exactly. It's like Christmas every day. <laughs> it, it, it really is unbelievable. And, uh, you know, a lot of people told us, oh, man, you know, a lot of people told us it's going to be great. Like, you guys are going to have a great adventure. It's going to be amazing. But one of the things that we, I think, really helped us make the decision and take this leap of faith was a saying that we just kept also saying was, if not now, when? Yeah, right, when we're 90? Yeah, oh, let's go and experience Colombia at 90. Can't even ride a horse. Yeah, and... Even though my dad's 84 and that man can... Yeah, he can ride. He can ride. Our son, who's 12 years old, uh, it's a perfect time for him to pick up a second language perfectly because at 12 years old and with his mom and myself, we don't... We all speak English in the house. We don't speak Spanish. So he's not going to lose his native tongue. He's not going to lose his English. But he's going to pick up another language much better than he ever would in an American middle school or high school. Because here he's learning the true language. Because he's learning Spanish. Yeah, because you can have Spanish classes. But I assume a lot of you guys took Spanish in high school. And I bet you guys don't know how to speak Spanish. It's not that easy. Spanish, it's a full language. You guys can say, hola, como estas? Jome, jamo. But if somebody starts having a conversation with you guys, you guys are going to be lost. Like, for instance, me, I speak some sort of Japanese. I know some words in Japanese. But if a Japanese, one day, I was with my students. You guys know I teach karate, right? But uh, I was with my students, and a Japanese dude started speaking. They're like, hey, you understand them, right? I'm like... No, I have no idea what he's saying. I don't speak Japanese. I just know how to count up to 10, and I know how to give a couple of instructions in Japanese, and that's about it. There's nothing else I know in Japanese. So if I, I, I once tried to speak to a person in Japanese, and I was just speaking to him from between the numbers of 1 through 10. 
edgy. Me, son, 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 and I would point at the clock and stuff like that, and there was no way we, we could communicate. <laughs> and so, if not now, when? Now, to piggyback off of a thought that you said, the funny thing is that when we were moving, the most encouraging people were the people the furthest out from us. That's true. So the closer the circle, the the harder it was for them to comprehend what the hell we were doing. To be totally honest with you guys, our family. Exactly. Our our blood family, because we have family who's friends that we consider family. Like there's people who we yeah. consider family, but our true family because of blood, they were like. Are you guys crazy? What are you guys doing? No, you guys are gonna hate it. No, they're gonna they're gonna sequester you guys. No, you guys are gonna get robbed. No, no, yeah, no, it was, no. It was pretty scary. I mean, I got to a point where I was in the kitchen and I was crying. I was like, oh, what am I doing? What I, remember, am I, doing? I remember I would wake up in the middle of the night, hyperventilating and thinking, uh, you know, as a man, as the man of the house, I would think, oh my god, what am I doing? I'm taking my family and I'm taking them to a third world country. Are they going to be safe? Am, am I going to be able to protect them? Oh, my goodness. I don't know what the heck. What am I doing? Alex, your house is about to close because we didn't tell you guys this, but we put the house in the market on a Saturday, and by Wednesday, the house was sold, baby. Sold, sold, sold. And we closed pretty on, 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 at good time. We took us 45 days to close because yep. that's what we asked for yep. so our son could get out of school. We wanted him to finish school. And then we were just, we were out. We were kind of... YOLO living, you only live once <laughs> yeah. for a few days. For a few days. Our, so our goal was before we left Florida was to do a little tour up and down Florida, you know, go to the parks, go to Bush Gardens, go to Legoland, go to Disney World. But we had a dog with us and we had two cats. And that was harder said that it was, it was easier said than done. It was really hard. Uh, so... We actually cut the trip short, and we flew down to Colombia. We said, let's just go. Let's get organized there, you know. And as a matter of fact, one of the reasons was it was three of us, and we were staying at this Airbnb in the middle of fucking nowhere, right? It, it was somewhere in... Moorhaven. Moorhaven, Florida. Central right? Florida. Central Florida. Like right in the smack center. Right. Dead in the middle. Right yeah. next to Lake Okeechobee. Basically, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah, because we went and saw it. Yeah, we passed <laughs> we right and by. Saw, we went and saw Lake Okeechobee before we left. We, we were eating some uh, frappes, drinking that, some frappes. That's right, right there. And um, and we went to Publix. We, we went to the supermarket. And we needed to buy some supplies. It was an Airbnb. It's not like a hotel where they had a restaurant or anything like that. Right? It was a, we started an Airbnb, which is a 50 and over community. And it was nice, though. It was really nice. It was really relaxing. It was a great way to kind of... It really felt like Florida. Even though we lived in Miami, going there really felt like Florida. It did. Definitely did. Like, it was just very Florida living. Like, it was, you know, like the, the mobile homes and all that stuff. But anyway, we went to Publix. We went to the, to the supermarket. And we bought shit food for, like, three or four days that we're going to be there because the supermarket was about, what, 45 minutes mm-hmm. away? So we had to make sure we had everything for that. And, you know, we bought, a, you know, a couple of steaks. We, we bought, you know, coffee. We bought bread. We bought stuff to make sandwiches. And, and we spent $250. Yeah, for, that, was, that was rough. For, for three to four days, 
of just eating, right? And we're like, you know what? We, we're just doing this for nothing. We're just driving around Florida without a home. We had no place to stay. At one of the Airbnbs we stood, there was no water for a whole oh day. Oh, my God. And yeah, check out our YouTube channel. You'll yeah, see that yeah, one. Yeah, you guys will see that one, all right? And it, it, it was pretty interesting. And then we're like, you know what? Let's just go. Let's, let's pick up the, the ticket and let's just get the hell out of here. Yeah, I remember we were in the car when we were ordering our tickets. We were like, just buy them. Let's get out of here. Yeah, let's just buy them. Let's just go. We went to stay for about maybe two weeks just driving around Florida and going to certain parts that we had never really been to. We wanted to experience it before we left. Well, we sure did. And and we went to one or two, right? But uh, it, it it was just hard with the dogs. It was hard. It was hard. The poor dog and the cat, they were like, what the hell is going on? Why are we going from one Airbnb to the next? And then now a hotel? Because when we got back to Miami, yep. we had to stay in a hotel. Yep. And then we had to drop off the car and then be taken... Oh my God! It was on the next one. We'll tell you how. I'll tell you how scared I was. My goodness, I was so nervous coming here. I even remember the first day I got here. I cried the whole afternoon. Yeah, 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 yeah. And but it all turned out all right. Everything was has been an amazing, amazing experience, and and we're and we're we're documenting everything on our YouTube channel, and we I'm trying to do the best that we can. Trying to show you guys the whole experience, the whole journey. He's doing an excellent job, guys. So and if you do go see it, comment, like, because he is doing a fantastic job. And, of course, uh, where we, the home office is set up already. So now we, we're going to continue now with the podcast. We want to bring you guys you know, some of the experiences that we're having as an expat family living abroad outside of the United States. We've been down here already for four months. Mm -hmm. And it's been a really fun time. And as of right now, four months in, we don't want to go back. Yeah, we, not yet, not yet. Like, like to go back? No. What can happen two or three years from now? We don't know. We have no idea. We might say, okay, we might end up back in Florida. We might end up in another part of the United States. Mm -hmm. But as of right now... We have, we're digging it. We're digging it, guys. We There's a coffee shop right in oh. front of our house. Uh, not just one. There's like two of them. Uh, we're walking distance to everything right now. We live in a very safe community. Our son goes to a great school. We've, we, we travel a lot more. We've made so many friends, friends. here. We have family here as well. Uh, it's we have, it's, it, the cool thing is that we have separate, separate kind of friends. That's right. We have the equestrian friends, so you have a group that rides horses. Then we have the soccer friends, yep. and then and the dance, school friends. Then, then the school, then the school friends. Yeah. So it's pretty cool, man. I mean, it's 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 a different ball game, man. And the people here are amazing. They really are. They're really nice people. It's it's just it's it's just different. No, it's just different. Yeah, it's just different, guys. I can't I can't tell you it's better or worse. Because it is worse in certain things. Oh, yeah. And it is better in certain things. But we focus on the good stuff. Why yes. focus on the bad? But you know what? There's so much more better things to experience than there are bad. There is. There is. So much more. So much more. And I'm, I'm really happy that we'll be able to share this experience with everyone here that's listening. Everyone that goes to our YouTube channel and watches the the actual vlogs that we're putting up there for you guys to, to see. And, you know, it doesn't have to be Colombia. It can be anywhere in the world. But sometimes, 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 the grass can be greener. Yeah, 
Yes, it can. It can. It's all perspective. It, it can. And you don't think it's all perspective? It's how you see it? Yeah. Because someone can come here and be like, oh, my Lord. And somebody else can, you know, and think it's 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 a crap hole. And then other people come come here and think it's a, it's a paradise. But we haven't just seen Americans here. Uh, there is, we've, we've seen, we've met Swiss. Turkish. Turkish. Australian. Um, Australian. Yep. Yeah, there's uh, a lot. There, Mexicans. Mexicans. Yeah, there's a lot of people from all over the world who are living here right now. And we ask them, hey, do you guys want to go back? And they're like, nope, I, I love it here. I think that once you learn that you can create a life anywhere in the world, you get kind of scared to have to go back to that lifestyle. I love the United States, but that lifestyle is hard. It's a hard lifestyle. It's like, it's it's a grinding. You grind and you grind and you grind and you grind and you grind. And and I think that I don't want to grind so hard anymore. Here, they have a holiday every every, <laughs> every two, two weeks. weeks. People really enjoy being around each other. People really enjoy just their time, their their family time, making friends, laughing with people. Uh, I'm I'm not saying that they don't do that in the United States. Uh, I just I I've had a chance to see it more here. Yeah, people maybe, get maybe you you the person that are listening are living your life, and I hope you are. I hope you live yes, your life to the please. fullest. Please, we weren't. We were not. We were not doing what we what actually made us happy in a sense. Yeah. We we felt that we were just living day by day, just waiting to the for the clock to end. And that's not how we wanted to do it. He's right. There's probably a lot of you guys that are living your, your YOLO, your best life. Great. Yeah. Do it. Because the yeah. freaking emotion and the quality of life that you live when you freaking live your life is completely different than when you're just living to live. Like, I didn't want to work to live anymore. I wanted to live, enjoy, right? Yeah, yeah. You didn't want to live to work, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to live so I could enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. And not live to work. Yeah. No, no, yeah, yeah, that's right. You don't want to live to work because, you know, how many of us were waking up <laughs> six, seven o'clock in the morning, driving to work, spending all your day at work, then coming home at night and you have a beautiful home, but you never really enjoy it because you're always at work. You're working eight, nine hours a day. You come home. I mean, we experienced that through the eyes of the children that we had at Super Kids Clubhouse because we would see parents drop off kids. And I know we've told you guys this in the past. We saw parents drop off kids at 7 o'clock in the morning and pick them up at 7 o'clock at night. That's 12 hours out of your day. Then you're getting home at 7 Seven, no, at Seven, eight, because you have eight. to stop and pick up food. That's right. Because I know you're not cooking at that time. Yeah. So you stop and pick, so you get home at eight. You literally have, what, 30 minutes with your child? And then at what time do you have to wake them up for them to be back at our school, after school yeah. or, or in school at 7 o'clock in the morning? That means you have to wake them up the latest, 6.15, 45 minutes. Yeah, that's, that's a, it's, it's Depending rough. on where you live at. It, uh, here... They don't believe in after school. No, there is. There's no there's such no thing as after school. There's no such thing as after school. It doesn't exist. As a matter of fact, they give the kids electives so that they can do some type of sport, but they do it during school. That's so right. So our son, on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays, he has electives. Electives means that he gets to pick three activities that he does for the quarter, and they have soccer, basketball, they have a design, they have a theater, they have a whole bunch of stuff. And they get to do it at school. There's no such thing as that. You'd go broke if you try to open up after school here. 
Yeah, they don't. We've told this to a lot of parents. They're like, no, I, I, I want to spend time with my child. I want to pick him up right when he gets out of school. And as a matter of fact, school gets out here. Uh, we, our son goes to a private school, so the, the schedule is a little bit different. But public school, they get out about 12 o'clock in the day. Mm-hmm. They don't go all the way down to 2, 3 o'clock in the afternoon. No, oh, they're done by like... It's a, a half a day. Half a day, even for high school middle school and elementary school students. Imagine if your child was getting out out of school every single day at about 12 o'clock. First of all, food, that would be hard. Yeah, that's that's a tough one. Imagine that. Imagine yeah. getting out at 12. I mean, no, I have would the- you be able to pick up your child at 12 o'clock in the day or are you stuck at work? Stuck at work. And and if you cannot pick them up, who's going is the, now the school would have to have them in their after-school program, which almost every school in Miami, I cannot speak about all the schools out in the country, but in Miami, every school has an after-school. And if the child was not enrolled in the after-school of the school itself, they were enrolled in an after-school program such as the one we ran. Mm-hmm. Outside of school. Which ran to about 7 p.m. at night. It had to. And even at 7 o'clock at night, parents were picking up their kids late. Picking up at seven thirty, you know why though, right? Why they were that happy hour, baby? Because <laughs> <laughs> they, two for one, you know baby. why? Because they needed that little drink after that hard day's work. I know, and then yeah, my goodness, it's such a rough life. But guys, God bless those who are living it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I lived it. My, yep, my for mom, many years. My mom would have to, uh, you know, I wouldn't see my mom till about five thirty, six o'clock in the evening. And I would get home. There was no after school back in those days. So I would get home about 3 o'clock in the afternoon, and I'll be home alone until, three, up until about 6 p.m. Wow. Well, I had brothers. You had older brothers. I'm an only child. There was nobody in the house when I would get home, and it, 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 was, it is what it was, you know? Or it was what it was. It is what it is. It is what I it was. Is. I did actually go to. I did actually go to after school for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Until I turned. Until I went to fifth grade. After fifth grade, I was able to go home by myself. Hmm. But yeah. So it just it's just different here. Uh, it's better. And it's not better. It's just different. We love it, and we want to keep you guys posted on all the other stuff. Today was more of a catch up. Hey, what's going on with the Millos? Right? What's going on with Kid Got Your Ticket? We're back. We're back, guys. We're going to be being constant now that we set up the office. We got the mics. We had to ship everything down here from the United States. Uh, It was was a tough transition at first, but now we've made this home, and now it feels like home. Now we feel comfortable enough to have now our our podcasting studio. We have, you know, everything. It feels like home now. You know, home, home, is, home doesn't make the home by itself. You make the home. Mm-hmm. And I think we and finally reached that point where we've made a home. Took three months, but we're here. Yes. <laughs> so thank you again for listening to us. Don't forget to like, comment, send us an email. Our email address is podcast at kidgotyourticket.com. You can go to our website, www.com. KidGotYourTicket.com. Go to our YouTube channel, KidGotYourTicket. We have Instagram, same thing as well, KidGotYourTicket. And we just opened up our TikTok account, so we're going to be having little clips of our our journey here. Of our journey, so of the podcast, that. of the blog. So just follow us anywhere you want, anywhere, any one of your social media platforms. That's right. We're there, guys. We are there. You guys are awesome. Thanks for listening. Thank you.